This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi, everyone. I hope you enjoyed your meat. It was very good. Um... I really am glad you're all here. If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Bad boy. Four, five, six. Um, really sorry to barge in. Uh, I don't know what's up here. Uh, and if I interrupted something, I'm sorry, but this is important. Uh, I really, really felt like it was important that I come up here and make it known to both of you, but mostly you, that I am here. Good, you're here. There's something wrong. I'm driving to work, and I'm flipping around on the radio dial, and I land on a promo for the new... Mark Jones. Show. He's got a new show. He's turned conspiracy theorist. One of those 9-11 was an inside job crackpots. Possibly a night, that be a full moon, that about night, and it should be bright out, and that could anyone go up in the mountains about night show. And now... And then Kevin was like, And I'm like, I work with you, you f***ing idiot. Our feature presentation... <laughs> Morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin and Bean Show. It's Thursday morning, the 7th of February. Remember the Alley Times? Sure. Who? She's fun. She's fun. Al- Allie McKay? No. The little one, the, the blonde? No. What are you talking about? Yeah, she's just sick she this She used week. to work here. She's good. Mm, probably before me. All good. <laughs> I hate everything saw, and everyone. Oh. You saw her Monday, Jensen. Okay? She's here Monday. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll look up my, my schedule. I don't remember. <laughs> um, I uh, uh, nobody talks. We texted uh, yesterday, and uh, I found out she was allergic to uh, penicillin, which mm-hmm. is part of what has uh, impacted her ability to get well from uh, from the strep that she has. Um, a lot of people are allergic to penicillin, which is so weird to me. Well, penicillin, by the way, one of the great inventions of the 20th century, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, it's like being allergic to the cotton gin. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Why is it weird to you, B? Just because... Just for the record, sorry. They're both great inventions of the 20th... 20... <laughs> right. I think we got that. Okay. Just wanted to <laughs> um, reassess Cotton that. gin was 19th century, by I, the way. I get it. Both inventions. <laughs> okay. But what I'm saying is... Both very important. I don't know. Penicillin just seems like the, the, the winner, winner, chicken dinner drug of all time. Like, that's the one that saved the world from disease because everybody can take penicillin. And... Right. But how does that relate to someone being allergic? Well, I'm you just think no one should be allergic to it because it's a yes. cool drug? Yes, that's exactly, that's my point. <laughs> yes, it's the water of drugs. <laughs> I'm saying don't be allergic to penicillin. I see. I think it's pretty common. Like you said, it's a very common allergy, though. I mean, it, I feel like that's the one I've heard of the most. Yeah. Well, it's 90-something percent people who aren't allergic to it, so it's a still a small small percentage of people. Okay. So I started talking I to my wife that. yesterday. Because I did the research. So I, um, I so I'm talking to my wife about it yesterday, and she told me that her father was allergic to all of the canes, of the Novocaine and the Prilocaine and the Lidocaine and all of those canes. Michael, which, Big Daddy Cane. <laughs> Michael Cane, Big Daddy Cane, exactly. Cane um, the wrestler. By God, it's Cane. 
That guy. Uh, Hillary Clinton's uh, running mate was a Cade, if I recall oh, yeah, correctly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tim Cade. Tim Cade, right, from Virginia. Um, but uh, how awful would that be if you go to the dentist and you can't have Novocaine if you're having surgery? Like, how do the, what are those? How do those people even deal? What do you I don't do know in that situation? What the alternative is. take it, man. You can't though. Well, no, there's got to be. There has to be something you can do, like a local kind of thing that they just rub on. That's not the same thing, right? That's not know. a cane. No, right. Just some sort of a numbing agent or yeah. something like that. But what if you're allergic to the cotton gin? Imagine that's, that's all the clothes point. you can't wear. It's very valid. <laughs> anyway, I was just thinking about how lucky I am that I'm not allergic to anything because uh, that would make it very difficult for you if you were allergic yeah. to either of those things. Kevin, you allergic to anything? Yes. What are you allergic to? Um, a drug called Leviquin. Well, that's random. It's sort of in the area, same area as penicillin type yeah. stuff that they give oh. you. But yeah, you, but you want to hear something funny is that yeah. I remember when my face turned into a cartoon yes and my throat closed yeah and i had to go to the emergency room okay so that happened and then i wrote down what it was and then two years later i was in phoenix same thing happened throat closed had to go to the er blah 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 realized eh, maybe two weeks ago that i wrote it down wrong and it was the exact same thing that i took <laughs> twice so i took something that closed my throat and then two years later i took the same thing again oh because i thought it was different hmm so that's good times. And by the way, being just uh, bad news for you, uh, you can uh-huh. develop that at any point oh, in yeah. life. Any age. I could, like, yes. start being allergic to yes. penicillin yeah. or Novocaine? Or you could wake up one day and be allergic to chocolate milk. Oh, I mean, oh, I, 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 hate dare to, you. I hate to even say that, but. Right. You go straight to hell. <laughs> no, I asked my doctor, and he's like, I said, I, I've never been allergic to anything. Why is my throat closing? He's like, oh, that can happen to anyone at any time. I was like, that's terrible news. Yeah. So you can just develop an allergy yes. at any point in your. I mean, I do know that I never had uh, allergens to weather or flowers blooming or whatever it is that gives a lot of people bad headaches at certain times of the year right. depending on where they live that that is new to me in the last couple of years i you know i have a lot of people in my life who had terrible allergies i never ever affected me wasn't allergic to anything blooming and now i have just these massive you know headaches on certain days when the when the weather's just right you know good times so i, I guess yeah. that makes sense mm-hmm. All right, well, it's a bummer though because I didn't understand it. The first time it happened, I was like, "What's happening? I'm yeah. not allergic." I, I sort of had the mindset of, "If you're not allergic as a kid, you're all good." Oh yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think I thought that too. <laughs> yeah, I found out I was allergic to pseudofedamine, which is was at one point in Nyquil in college. Oh wow! So I was like, "Oh sure, I have a cold. Take Nyquil." Woke up just hives oh, everywhere. Oh, that sucks. And then they they remove pseudofed from Nyquil, so now I'm addicted. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do you love Nyquil as much as I do, Jensen? It's an incredible drug now. Yeah. No, but it's wait. A, it's incredible drink is what it is. Oh, no, no. Well, I mean, no, no. I'm fine with it. I don't hate the taste like everyone B, else does. But B loves the Yeah, I'm not drinking it for fun. Yeah. I adore it. That's why you live in New I Orleans, little it. Wayne. No one adores <laughs> it. Sounds no like, one craves sounds it. Sounds like someone's I, on the syrup. I'm on the syrup is what I'm on. <laughs> I, uh, I crave it, and I'm not going to lie, and I don't think I'm an addict. There have been times <laughs> where I have just said, you know what? I could use a swig right now, and I'll just go into the no medicine cabinet. No one's ever said that. You're just... Uh, I do. No, I, you don't. You could ask my wife. She'll tell you. I love the taste of NyQuil. Love it. And there are times where I just crave it. And I've got, I want to have me some. I'm fine. I feel fine. Don't need it. Got to have it. Pair as well so with good. this steak. It's like he's really living the fancy <laughs> life. pinky insane. out. It tastes so well, It's insane it's, because my, my whole theory has been that NyQuil makes it taste bad on purpose. No. So that, let me just finish. So that 
I, if I'm sick and I take a medicine that tastes horrible, it must be a strong medicine that's yeah. going to do some good. That's why they make it horrible. Yeah, if, if NyQuil tasted like Snapple, we'd be like, this doesn't work. Right, they could make it better. Yeah. Bean but goes all, the other way and goes, this is perfect. I need more. But all, but I mean, honestly, have you tried the cherry NyQuil? Yes. Oh, yeah. Because the cherry NyQuil is just super strong cherry. I mean, how could that possibly taste no, bad? It's uh, just Because there's also cherry. the NyQuil half of it. It's so sweet. Like It is very sweet. Yeah. And I have a very high tolerance for sugar. Yeah. So maybe that's it. Maybe you just... Well, but you love sugar I do, too, yeah. though, Kevin. So that's a nasty, know. nasty taste. I say one day we just take shots on air. Of NyQuil? Yeah. I'll, right. I'll drink a whole bottle. Don't yeah, think I won't. It's a very cool trend in morning radio, I hear. Just... <laughs> Don't think I won't. <laughs> um, I did take... Uh, I know we have to move on, but I did one morning... Didn't I have... One or two mornings, didn't I have a, like a little bit of a Cezurp hangover when I was taking NyQuil? Remember yeah, I came I think... in and I'm like, dude, I think I overdid the NyQuil. Yes, you did. <laughs> Several and times. And I was a little bit loopy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I miss those days. We need to do that again. All right, tomorrow. That's, that's an, I'll that do... sounds like a, That sounds like a fun Friday thing. I'll shoot coding, guys. Don't... don't... <laughs> <laughs> Don't challenge me. <laughs> All right, let's talk about today's Kevin and Bean Show, shall we? Oh, I don't know about that. Uh, we have tickets to the City Sound Vault Presents Muse show. Yay! Which is coming up very soon, so you have very few chances to win, but we've got one for you this morning. Saturday night, you guys, sold right. out. You, you can be there, and I think we're bringing back an old fave, a game we haven't played in a long time. So, uh, Muse fans, stick around. We got that for you coming up. Thursdays mean get up on this with Jensen. Mm-hmm. Thursdays mean Dr. Drew. Mm-hmm. Um, we have People Are Dumb today. We have, and this is what I'm looking forward to. You hooked up with your boyfriend or girlfriend's parents. I hope we get no calls. I'm telling you, we've done it before, and we have many calls. It was shocking to Bean and I. But uh, seems to happen <laughs> a lot more than you think. I mean, Jensen, if you're dating an attractive 25-year-old, their mom or dad could be a equally attractive 45-year-old. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not it's... saying the math doesn't work. I'm saying <laughs> the morals and ethics don't work. Okay. Uh, Matt Money Smith also talking about the NBA trade, which is today at noon. Yes, and okay. I am very confused about a lot of aspects Same. of this trade situation. Same. All right, we will take a break. We'll come back with what's happening next. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock. In for Allie, here's Jensen with what's happening on a Thursday. Hi, everybody. Uh, yesterday, we reported that Modern Family would be leaving the airwaves after its upcoming 11th season next year. And now we have more big news about a television staple as it was announced that The Simpsons will be returning yet again, renewed for a 31st and 32nd season. That is insane. Yeah, it's bonkers. Uh, Now with Disney's purchase of Fox, a lot of rumors were swirling around about the classic animated show. Not if it was going to get canceled per se, because obviously people like money. But wondering if the cutting satire and commentary of the show fit into the uh, the Magic Castle's kind of uh, Ah. thought process and viewpoint. Especially because they've been critical of Disney in the past a bunch. But it seems for now the show will stay on Fox, not move to the new streaming service. And it is now still the longest running scripted primetime show ever. I'm number one. Victory is mine, so kiss my behind. Boom, chaka laka laka, uh, in your face. Boo, cha, kachaka ka ba, a boo, a ba. Who's your daddy? A boo, ba, 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 
Homer seems pleased with the news. Sure does. He's right. When the 32nd season concludes, they will have aired 713 episodes. Wow. Uh, they're currently in the middle of their 30th season, which has included cameos from Aquafina, Guillermo del Toro, and Will Forte. And Fox is currently developing a second movie for The Simpsons, uh, following up the somewhat underrated and very good 2007 uh, big screen debut. I don't so, think I ever saw it. It's very good. Way better than it should be. Here's a uh, dumb question, you guys. Please. Is there, is there any reason why The Simpsons, like Saturday Night Live, with a cast, you know, revolving cast change of uh, writers and participants, can't go on forever? Well, they've said it is. They've said they basically said they're Matt Groening admitted there's no real close in sight. The thing that's going to close that up is when Homer's voice is like, it's me, Homer. Like a different, <laughs> yeah, you know they, I mean? They'll always be able to find new voice guys, always. I think so. But people, when we had the Muppets on uh, Drop the Mic, a lot of comments were like, that doesn't sound like Kermit. People have like a issue with new voices, but I think it's real close. Hmm. Anyway, it's me, Homer. It's my audition. <laughs> uh, speaking of long-running TV shows, the picture that broke the internet yesterday and sparked rumors of a revival involved... The Wonder Years. Got everybody excited at the prospect because on social media, a picture of a modern-day Danica McKellar, Josh Saviano, and Fred Savage, known to the world as Winnie, Paul, and Kevin, was posted after the three had lunch together, and people freaked out. McKe- what a surprise. Yeah, I mean, really. McKellar and Saviano both shared the pic with captions, uh, saying it was their first hangout in 30 years. Although there had been some talk about bringing back the Arnold clan in 2015, Fred Savage shot down any possibility at that time, saying the character had already kind of left for him. Which makes sense. He's had a successful career directing and popped up Mm -hmm. in things like Friends from College, Deadpool 2, The Grinder, and much, much more. There was talk about doing it without Kevin, but Danica McKellar at the time said, there's no way you can do this without Kevin Arnold, right? Right. I agree. Is Wonder Years something you'd want back? No. I've never... Me, no. No. Never thought so. But for a certain certain, uh, generation, absolutely, yeah. It's an important show for people. Yeah, but I wonder if those people are excited to see them in the 70s and 80s, because that's kind of what the reboot would be, right? Or I guess in 2019, and they're just olds. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, uh, Danica McKellar, I mean, they all look great. Danica McKellar looks fantastic. She does. Okay. I mean, I guess she was super young when she made the show, so it, it makes sense. She's not old now, but she really looks great. Yeah. Healthy and happy friend of my wife. Uh, Jesse Smollett returned to the set of Empire to work after last week's media explosion when he reported he was a victim of a hate crime in the streets of Chicago. While the investigation is still going, now it seems the producers of Empire are taking extra precautions to ensure the safety of him and everyone on the show. Sources are telling TMZ that the show hired a private security firm to establish a protocol when it comes to getting incoming mail. Wow. Because remember, that's a shame. He supposedly got, or he did get an envelope uh, with like a children's drawing of a man in a noose and a, getting shot, and it yeah. said a bunch of homophobic and racist stuff on it the week before, and it had like chopped up uh, aspirin in it, making people think it was some sort of yeah. chemical toxin. Uh, so this is sort of the next step because the FBI is already investigating the overall crime and the earlier mail. So everyone's on high alert and production hired two extra additional makeup artists over the weekend to assist Jussie to make sure that the cuts and bruises from his Chicago attack are well hidden. Wow. I think, listen. Muggs opens our mail just in case. Go oh, ahead. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he licks everything we yes. get. Yeah. Uh, you just said, I think. I know. Yeah. Hot take. Trying to word it right. Okay. Everyone's getting canceled these days. I'm trying to word this right. Okay. When does it come out? When When do we find out what happened? You mean well, the whole I story? Think the, invest, 
the investigation is ongoing. I mean, I yeah. think they're still looking for witnesses. They're still combing over surveillance video, hoping to find a clue as to who these these men were. I do think it happened for sure. I mean, obviously, there's an online conspiracy of idiots who, I mean, maybe not idiots, I don't know, of people who think it didn't happen. Right. I definitely think it happened. I just am like, can the cops help here? You know what yeah. I mean? Not, not, not in a, I'm just saying, like, help him? Yeah. Put out something? Yeah, I agree. Because the only thing they put out was a picture of two dudes in a jacket being like, do you know these dudes? I was like, no. Nah. Yeah, a, gr- a blurry photo from a great distance. Yeah, it's a shadow. I do know a shadow. <laughs> these are celebrity birthdays. Garth Brooks and what was his? Chris Gaines? Yeah. Yes, that's Garth right. Brooks his alter ego. And Chris Gaines' birthday. Ashton Kutcher, Chris Rock, James Spader, Eddie Izzard, and from uh, Godsmack, the lead singer, Sully Erna. And that is what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Weezer is uh, nominated for Best Rock Album at the Grammys on Sunday night. So they're going to be there. How many Grammys do you think Weezer has won in their 25-year career? You're asking that because it's either a lot or none. Or I'm just curious to see if you you can figure it out. I'm going to say none. I'm going to say one, Bob. (laughs) One is correct. And it was for a video. They won a Grammy for the Pork and Beans video. Not the Buddy Holly one. Not the Buddy Holly. They've never won a Grammy for their music in hmm. 25 years, you guys. Hmm. That's crazy. Well, they're going to win that... one uh, for Africa if you go by what plays on <laughs> K-Rock. I thought that was a fun fact. It is a good one. Mm, yeah. Mm. That was Beans. Fun fact. I have a lot of questions about this uh, NBA trade deadline, and I know we're getting right up against it because it's noon today is when all the teams wheeling and dealing is supposed to be done. It's getting so crazy that one player on the Dallas Mavericks was traded during a game last night. Had no idea. He's out there on the floor playing for Dallas. He goes back to the bench and finds out he's been traded. That's uh, how crazy I'm going to need you to go take off the uniform. <laughs> right. This, by the way, this after the Clippers traded a guy who hit a game-winning shot hours before the trade, a buzzer beater basically, and then they were like, "Oh, by the way, uh, pack up, you're going to Philly." <laughs> right. Yeah. So we uh, we have many questions, and we thought there's only one man to answer those questions. We couldn't get him, so we're settling for Matt Money Smith, co-host of the Petros Money Radio Show, AM five seventy LA Sports, and the voice of your LA Chargers. Hey, Matt, how are you, buddy? I'm well. I, I like the idea of, you know, back in the day when, uh, you know, I'd be in mid-sports report, you guys would be like, all right, cut it off there. You're going to work for uh, for Rick Deese. We're bringing Vic over. <laughs> Just uh, go ahead and hop on over. To, we would have hired Vic in a second. The there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know you <laughs> exactly. So, uh, so, Money, I don't even know where to start on this, but I guess uh, one intriguing question that I have is it seems like the Lakers keep upping Further, more and more that they're willing to give to the Pelicans for Anthony Davis, and the Pelicans are not responding at all. They're like not even returning Magic Johnson's phone calls. That seems unusual. That doesn't seem like the way you negotiate. It's war. It certainly seems like the way you negotiate, yeah. right? True. I mean, it's they just keep outbidding themselves. I mean, they are now up to half of their team. I mean, they're going to trade six guys. Four picks is what they're up to now. I mean, it's Look, I, I I love Jeannie Buzz and the Lakers. It's it's embarrassing what they're doing now. It's embarrassing to give is, give away that much to get him. Just that, that this is leaked. That all of these oh, players are, are being minimized to a point that they're just hey, we don't care about any of you except LeBron James. Right. All of you are completely expendable. It would be the most you know just lopsided from a numbers trade in the history of the league. Um, and and look, yeah, would it be worth it? Good. Would well, it be worth it? It would. A hundred percent. 
Uh, really? I mean, there are people that say that's way too much ass. You know, that, that, that's way too many assets. Um, but I think if you have LeBron in, in, at age 34 and next year is age 35, uh, and if Anthony Davis doesn't come but says he wants to be a Laker, you have to keep that cap space open for him. So it would be another lost year next year. Right. Um, I think you have to. It makes it just makes too much sense to have two of the five best players on earth on the same team to take on this juggernaut that no one's been able to, to slay in the in the world. And Anthony Davis wants to come to L.A., right? Well, he has a couple teams he's listed, but the Clippers being another one of them. But but what I'm thinking is... As a backup. Yeah, this, this team, uh, the Lakers, say the trade doesn't happen, right? They lost by 40 the other day to a not-so-great Indiana team. The morale of this squad has to be in a defeat mode. Yeah, and, and Jensen, I, I think there's, you know, I, I kind of have two two things with that. One, I get it. Um, two, look, guys, you sign up for this. Suck it up. You know, this this happens every year, and guys go through it every year. You start feeling sorry for yourself because your Instagram and your chat snap isn't going to be as cool because you're in New Orleans instead of L.A. <laughs> what a narc old, chat snap. You know? Yes, the chat snap. And the, Hello, fellow young right. people. And the night for You and your stupid chat snap. Your story sucks. <laughs> Okay, so, so that's, that's my problem. So will it, it, that happen? It, will it happen by noon today? No, I don't think so. Um, I think that's it's one of those that, that unfortunately for the Lakers, you know, these these young players are good, but it doesn't appear as though any single one of them is going to be great. Um, and I think that's what that's what New Orleans needs. If they're going to give up a player that's as rare and talented and does not come along, but maybe once every 20 years like Anthony Davis, they're going to have to feel like they're going to get something great back. Okay, so before we move on to the Clippers, which is equally intriguing, um, if LeBron doesn't get that second big great player, does he just move on and just keep working his way through the league until he finds another city he can get a championship in? Because that's why he came Uh here. Yeah, I mean, that's that's what makes this interesting, right? You know, and that's why it's so, you know, look, I get it. He's done a great job. He is a true power player, you know, much like Michael Jordan and David Falk used to be when Jordan was running the league. Um, and that's kind of what has made every stop he's been at a little contentious, you yeah. know, because a lot of those, and that's what Kevin Durant was talking about when he said, look, there's guys that don't want to play with him because you're supposed to be, you know, one of the elite players and the franchise doesn't listen to you, you know, because they, they can't listen to both of you. Yeah, so they right. want to, you know, acquiesce to his every wish and whim. And that's what the Lakers are doing right now. Gotcha. Um, and, and I think that's why Magic leaked that. That's what I'm guessing is that's why he leaked the details of that trade just so LeBron's people and the public can see, hey, man, I'm willing to do anything and everything, but it takes two to dance. And, and, and you know, New Orleans is still standing against the wall, and I'm in the middle of this dance floor without any pants on, and there's nothing I can do about it. So <laughs> We've all had that dream. If I'm Luke Walton, though, I'm not buying any high-ticket price items in Los Angeles right now. In my opinion, no, um, no, I, I would be, you know, someone's going to have to take the fall, right? And and right now, it looks like they're really struggling, um, just to, obviously chemistry wise, but also when you talk about the, uh, the the teams in front of them, the Kings got better, um, and they're directly in front of them, and that's a pretty darn good team. Yeah. Um, so the fact that the Clippers got worse, and I know you said we'll get to that, that helps them, um, but that's kind of what it's all about, right? Okay, so who's in front of you? Are you better than them? And you would assume with a healthy LeBron play in every game, it's hard for me to envision them missing the playoffs. He's just too right. good, you know, to, but to it's not drag right. them but, into yeah. there. But by himself, it's also hard to imagine them winning. 
You know what I mean? The playoffs. Or just I mean, wanting to, or, or just wanting to help them. Yeah. Like, yeah. hey, I get it, man. We're we're out of here. You you and your people want us gone. Well, guess what? You're going to miss the playoffs for the first That's time. That's right. Yeah. In, in, All right. Let's uh, let's turn the page. Speaking let's go to of missing the, the playoffs. Yeah. The the Clippers decided this week to do everything they could to make Philadelphia the most formidable team in the East. I mean, that was clearly their goal, right? <laughs> <laughs> the Clippers are are interesting, and this is going to be so super technical. You know, front office dorky stuff. They have a pick that conveys to Boston if, if it falls outside of the lottery. So here's a team that's rebuilding. They have, you know, some of the brightest minds in their scouting department with Lawrence Frank and Jerry West. And you see the magic they made with this kid, Shea Gilgis Alexander, yeah. who was the 11th pick. You know, if they redrafted, he'd probably be in the top five. Um, so they, I think, always knew all along, hey, can we show that we're competitive enough for 2019's free agency season. So these guys feel like, okay, this is a good supporting cast. I'm Kawhi Leonard. I'm Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving. I'm willing to go play with these guys. But at the same time, at the trade deadline, get rid of these dudes that will be free agents and recoup some assets. So we do fall out of the playoffs. So we do get to keep our picks. So we do continue to build the depth of our team. So when those two free agents want to come sign here, it's like, hey, you're not coming to a Laker team that is now devoid of all assets right. because we've traded them all. But we have got the perfect supporting cast for you. So they're playing the long game. Superstar. That's a difficult playing, line to walk, right the there. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's it's a that is a great trade for them. They got four draft picks and a great young, and you know, one of them is a great young player who's on his rookie uh, contract, Larry Shannon. Yeah, for a guy that's going to be a free agent in two months. For three months, and, and supposedly, so, and supposedly, had already said behind the scenes he's not resigning. Yeah, so, so I mean that's yeah that, that that's a great deal. Do you do you, so that opens up two franchise spots basically for the Clippers? And and, and Jensen, the best part about that is now you're going to have the Clippers and Lakers vying for the same guys. Yeah, one team has LeBron James, the history, the pageantry of the Lakers. The other is the also ran that nobody wants it, and I think they're going to beat them out. I think the Clippers are going to beat them out for these free agents because they can get two of them to play together. Yeah. And I think kind of that same stuff that they said about, you know, how hard it is to, to play for LeBron. To play with LeBron. So that's Kawhi, that's Anthony Davis, that's obviously Kevin Durant. Those names get thrown around as L.A. Lakers, but with the, these two spots now open from the trade, they could be Clippers. Yeah, wow. you know, and that's, so the, that's, that's the benefit that, that you have with crazy Steve Ballmer, you know, yeah. and, and his history of being, you know, one of the richest men in the world. And, and these players now wanting to have this post-career uh, career, post-playing career career, and, and being able to pick his brain this and, is, and try to establish something of themselves, you know, in the world of business. This is a crazy amount of activity between now and noon. <laughs> it, it is. I mean, it, it's truly, this this season is, and it's because, it's all because of Anthony Davis. Like, this right. is... This is for people that are older that are listening. This is like really older, way older than me, and I'm an old man. But this is Kareem-esque. Like this, this is that's how big of a deal this is for Anthony Davis. Okay. If he gets traded to a team that has someone like LeBron or the depth of the Celtics, it's a Kareem-level deal. That's how transformative wow. it could be for a franchise. I mean, that dude's 25 years old, and he is so he is just a freak and and so good. That's why all of this is happening.
I'm so glad we had you on, Money, because uh, Jensen has been in a death spiral this week losing Boban. I mean, that was re- it really hit him uh, hard, losing Boban. And now, as a Clippers fan, you're giving him some reason to be optimistic. Well, you're never going to wow. get another once-in-a-lifetime player, but I could I could live with a two-in-a-lifetime player. <laughs> and you'll always have the uh, Boban holding things right at feet, right? That's right. So, correct. That's <laughs> right. Exist, Matt Money no Smith is the co-host of the Petros and Money radio show on AM570 LA Sports weekdays. Two to six. Thank you, man. We really appreciate you coming on and uh, explaining it for us. We'll talk to you soon. Hey, real quick, Bean. Yeah. You, how, how many how many Grammys does Weezer have? <laughs> <laughs> it's the Kevin and Bean Show on K Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's time for People Are Dumb. Dumb. Got three women and a man. Today, three women and a dude. Okay. The, first, the first woman is a. I, I rented that movie. <laughs> is a 20 year old named Kiana Champagne Fletcher. She stood at the doorway of her home when she saw a police car pull over somebody, a traffic stop right in front of her house. So she's watching from her house. Yeah. And she's seeing the, the, the stop. Then she saw a canine. The police dog got out. And for some reason, and I'm guessing alcohol was involved, she opened the front door, got down on all fours, and started barking at the police dog. (laughs) (laughs) And she's not involved in this at all until she starts in front of her house. Until she starts barking. Yeah, now she's involved. So then the officer says, Oh yeah, I recognize you. There's two warrants out for your arrest. Oh no. (laughs) From just the dog thing? No, from before. (laughs) He literally recognized her but didn't see her until she started. But I mean he recognized her by her doing a dog thing. Yeah, I mean, she got his attention with the dog thing, but then he saw her. Uh, They arrested her on the warrants. They also found some drugs inside the home. Sure. So don't bark at dogs if you're a human. It's that lady who pretends to be a dog. We know her. (laughs) Woman exposed herself at a street patio in downtown Austin, police say. Go on. A picture of her. Oh, God. Great, great uh, mugshot. Uh, Austin police arrived. A semi-nude woman was pleasuring herself Tuesday afternoon on Congress Avenue in downtown Austin. A little slower. The woman, 26-year-old W. Nichols, has been charged with indecent exposure uh, and is being held in jail on $3,000 bail. Two officers responded to the complaint from the hotel across the uh, room. They saw her sitting at a patio table. She saw them approaching... Whatever she was doing under the table, she took her hands up and she put them on top of the table. So they arrested her and they put her in the back seat of the car, handcuffed, and she continued. 
Do you think she was thinking when they were walking over, come on, just give me another 40 seconds? (laughs) Dude, sometimes you just got to scratch that itch. (laughs) That's what I'm I'm saying. And uh, the reason that the hotel called the police is because she was sitting at the table with a silver object that was making a lot of noise. Uh And I quote, her feet were straight up in the air. (laughs) I think that'll that'll get a call. Right? (laughs) Uh, we had a floor show at that restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> Woman breaks into Boynton Beach Police Department, steals cops' dinner, leaves wallet behind. Oh. This, of course, comes from Florida. I always have to mm. check with Bean because I don't know if he's used these stories. Listen, there's enough to go around. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Boynton Beach Police Department arrested Yolanda Jean-Pierre, 29, on Wednesday after burglary. They found her break-in. Uh, t- she went straight to the kitchen for some reason, took out the chicken meal, and ate it. And then didn't really do anything else. Then she went back and took out the asparagus and ate it. Oh, and then you're going to steal food. Why do you steal asparagus? Right? That's the worst thing you can steal. And they'll be able to smell your pee afterwards. <laughs> you're caught red-handed. Why do you go into a police station to steal dinner? Yeah, that does sound like the, the, literally the worst place you could try to steal right. food from. So she also lost her wallet. So today they charged her with uh, burglary to an unoccupied structure, theft, and criminal mischief. Hmm. So that's her. Uh, and finally, the dude, a McDonald's customer, was arrested after calling police to complain about his Big Mac. He's allergic to onions. Sure. So oh. he, he told them no onions. Yeah. They give Hold them- on a sec. Hold on, Kevin. Two all beef patties, special cheese, lettuce, pickles, onions. Yeah, onions. Yes. Sure enough, in, in there. Big Mac. Yep. Okay. Yep. Correct. So he says, I can't have onions. He's in the drive-thru. Mm-hmm. They give him the hamburger. He takes it. He goes home. It has onions on it. So he calls 911. <laughs> so far, very reasonable. I actually am, I was going to say, I'm team this guy. Are you still, I'll, though? Oh, keep going. All right. Um, McDonough, who had been drinking oh, right. prior to visiting the McDonald's, threatened to fight the manager before calling 911 <laughs> to report that the burger had onions on it. This is part of the report. Police say he ordered at the drive-thru Sunday afternoon and discovered the onions on his burger when he got home. He called the restaurant and workers told him to come in for a refund. Police say Leon ate the burger and when he showed up without it, staff refused the refund. He ate it? Uh-huh. And then went back for a refund. Did he take the onions off? Doesn't say. Still team this guy. <laughs> That's when police and say I- Leon threw his soda in a manager's face, broke oh, a cookie oh, display. Right. Okay, the- wait. Okay. If you're breaking the cookie yeah, display, yeah, yeah. now I'm out on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I would like to remind Crossed everybody, the line. Yes. Jensen, you were a witness to this as well. We got food one morning in Atlanta last week, mm-hmm. and I thought Kevin was going to put his fist through a wall because there was mustard on it. Do <laughs> oh, you remember how mad he was? He was furious. Oh, he was furious. Yeah. Oh. He would have broken a think, cookie stand. <laughs> I, I think he was five seconds away from calling 911 on yeah. that, that restaurant, by but the way. But I'm still going to eat it. <laughs> I want to know if you're still team this guy, Jensen. Okay. okay. The incident uh, began to escalate when police arrived and asked me McDonough to leave the restaurant, he reportedly, and this is like a little uh, kid move, like a two-year-old move, fell to the floor and grabbed the police officer's leg as they were trying to get <laughs> you know him to what? stand up. Drastic measures. <laughs> Did he start something. barking like a dog? Yeah. And then, like they do, they found a bystander, an innocent bystander, to give them a quote about what this person thought about the crime. I'm not positive why they asked him. I think it's ignorant. I think it's stupid. I think that um, it could have been a better way of um, going by it. You think? Could have been a better way to handle that? I mean, listen, don't judge from afar. Calling 911, grab, but grabbing the police officer's leg. Man, you know, the I officer's mean, probably like dragging him around by that one leg. 
You don't know, man. I do know. I just this is the whole story. <laughs> he hates onions. And I, I don't know if you caught that part. They put onions on the burger. Right. I I did catch that. Jamie Leon was released from jail on his own recognizance. He didn't want to speak with us on camera today because this case is still open. He did say, though, the police report doesn't tell the whole story about what happened in oh, the restaurant last uh-huh. weekend. He's due in court next week. Reporting live in Laura Rios, Fox 12 Morgan. So, you still with that dude? You know what? Bean? Uh, he, he, may is- have o- he may have overreacted, but <laughs> they put onions on his Big Mac, and he specifically said no. I mean, there has right. to be some accountability in this country. Do you call 911? You uh, can't... If you- the, the world just can't <laughs> operate willy-nilly with everybody doing whatever they want. Yeah, yeah, rules are what make us a civilization. <laughs> that's so you're right. both team this guy. I mean, I listen, think so. Uh, he went a little far, uh, <laughs> but... But his heart was in the right place. That's right. <laughs> Dumb. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. I mean, it's okay if we don't want typhus, right? Uh, I don't know, <laughs> I mean, guys. That's all right. I, I think lo- that's a good stance. I could lose the weight. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, are you guys interested at all? We were just talking about uh, L.A. City Hall had the similar problem that we have here in the K-Rock building with the, the wet carpets, and then they had rats, and then they had fleas, and then they had ticks, and then they had mites, and then they had typhus. We heard from a listener who had typhus at the end of last year and almost died from it. Is that somebody we want to talk to and find out what's what's in store for us? Like what we all have to look forward to? <laughs> Does sure. he work at a radio station that's leaking? <laughs> it doesn't say, but we could. I could have Dave try to line him up if you wanted to talk about what it's like to have typhus. This yeah. is how The Walking Dead starts, you guys. Absolutely. Yep. If, we, our future. if he doesn't get on the phone and go, Yarg, I had me typhus and I needed me mead, uh, then I don't want him on the air. <laughs> Well, we just put up, uh, Kevin, why don't you describe the video we just added to the Kevin DeBean Instagram page at Kevin DeBean. I mean, it's team coverage. We're mm-hmm. all of us taking a shift um, with the Kevin and Bean uh, janky building watch 2019. That includes uh-huh. daytime DJs, Correct. nighttime DJs. Mm-hmm. We have Brad Williams as a cameo. Everybody's doing their part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's a, it's a 24-7 disaster. You don't go home at the end of the day. No. I mean, you stay on guard, right? Absolutely. People, when there was Katrina, you could tell us. I mean, probably the same reporters worked 48 hours straight, right? That's right. Do what you got to do. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll keep you posted if this as this building continues to sink into a sinkhole. <laughs> First, though, Thursdays about this time, Jensen brings us up to speed with something that we don't know about or deserves a wider acclaim. It's a feature that we call Get Up On This. Well, guys, I'm the first person to tell you that there's too much TV. Okay. And one of the... So you're going to tell us about a TV show. Well, that's the thing. (laughs) One of the services that I think I give to you, the listener, is I tell you which TV shows that you should be into. Right? Like, I almost filter it for you. I'm a curator of sorts for your television sets. It is difficult because people say you should watch this, you should watch that. You don't have time to sample everything. Yeah, and a lot of times they're wrong. Right. But I know for a fact that I'm not the only one on this show who is going to celebrate this one program that I think you should be up on. Bean, get ready with your applause uh, drop. Okay. Because my get up on this week is a television show on Comedy Central called The Other Two. Yeah. It is created by... Cosine. This is very good. It is created by former Saturday Night Live head writers Sarah Schaefer and Chris Kelly. Anyone else watched it yet? I haven't. All right. It is great. The Other Two is a new sitcom, and it is a must-watch. It tells the story of adult siblings, uh, struggling actor Carrie and one-time dancer and now homeless woman, Brooke, (laughs) who haven't quite made it in New York City in their late uh, 20s, early 30s, but now face the fact that their 13-year-old brother 
named Chase Dreams, who has a very cute bangs cut and looks a lot like an early Bieber, has made one video on YouTube and is blowing the F up in a very Bieber-esque way. And that's what the other two refers to as well, the, yes, it's the, the other Biebers? The other two siblings have to deal with the now success of their teenage brother, uh, becoming like a social media influencer and finding himself in Times Square. And it's it's very funny. Yeah, uh, they're struggling to make a living, yeah. and he's getting paid $20,000 every time he puts up an Instagram post. Yeah, and you can imagine it drives them crazy. Crazy. And they, you know, they're drowning, but their brother made a song called I Want to Marry You at Recess, which <laughs> overnight has become a smash. And uh, even so much that he goes on the Today Show and Kathy Lee and Hoda interview him, uh, and, and they end up bumping Kerry Washington for him. Uh, it stars Drew Tarver, a UCB Los Angeles staple who's so funny, and Helene York as the siblings, and the hilarious Ken Marino, who is an unsung hero of comedy. He is so funny. He stars as Chase's douchey manager. Uh, the great, incredible Molly Shannon plays their mom. You'll also see Richard Kind, Wanda Sykes, Beck Bennett. They all pop up very early. And if you're a fan of 30 Rock or Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, you are going to love this show. It has a similar multiple jokes per minute ratio going. On. Love it. Uh, also, with shows like Girls, where the writers are trying to make you laugh at how despicable millennials are, it never really worked for me. I didn't enjoy Girls as much as I've already enjoyed this Same. show. Because I, I hate them. They, <laughs> they just make me hate them. They, I don't laugh. Right. But in this case, they sort of walk a perfectly thin line between hating these despicable millennials, but also making you laugh incredibly. Uh, we're going to play a quick couple, I don't know, it's like 30 seconds, a scene where the two siblings have decided to have dinner with their brother, who's in the middle of the chaos in New York City, their mother, Molly Shannon, and Chase's manager, and they're all meeting him for the first time. And life is quickly changing for everyone, because when they arrive, Chase isn't there, and they want to know why. I just want to say thank you all so very much for coming to celebrate Chase's big day. Wait, where is Chase? Oh, uh, yeah, that's my B. I biffed it right out of the gate. <sighs> what happened? Um, I just wanted to get his little body jacked up for the uh, Kids' Choice Awards. He's uh, presenting Best Kiss next month with uh, Megan Trainer. <laughs> yeah. He is? Yeah. So I uh, told him he can only have like a dozen raw eggs for lunch. And he's uh, lying on the floor back at the hotel room on a tarp. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. Ken Marino, the way he spits out things he's fantastic. is just unreal. Uh, Bean, you co-sign? Absolutely. Terrific show. I And I wasn't at all interested in the premise at all. Oh, my God. A show about a 13-year-old who becomes a video you know, star. Yeah. Didn't care at all, but the whole family, and it's so well cast and so funny, and like Jensen said, many jokes per minute. Yeah, and for being on Basic Cable, it pushes the envelope of what they can and can't do. I was shocked Sweet. at what they were allowed to get away with. It's pretty dirty. Yeah. <laughs> uh, again, the show is insanely smart. The pilot is now viewable for free on Comedy Central's website. Uh, it's going to get a second season, trust me. It is so good. My get up on this for this week is the other two. Things you cannot resist. The Kevin and Bean Show. K Rock. <laughs> oh no! It's that? already begun. What is that? It's oh, already started. Oh. I can't, I'm having trouble breathing. What? <laughs> I'm having like a hives or something. Oh no! Oh, we uh, we have something else we're going to do. We uh, we're going to be looking for you and your phone calls if you have ever hooked up with your partner's parent. Okay. <laughs> your your wife's mom. Your your husband's Hall father. Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame. Exactly. Hall of Fame. We did this one time before, and we were positive we would get no calls. We did. 
We yeah, so we're gonna get we're gonna get into that. So if that's you, we want to hear from you at one eight hundred five two zero one zero six seven. But first, though, we really do have an emerging health emergency here uh, at K Rock because as you as you have noticed, especially if you've been on our Instagram page, the, the building's practically underwater at this point. I'm not sure that's accurate, but that's my understanding. Okay. Is that's how right. wet the carpet is from gotcha. the recent raids? And we started looking about what else is going on in Southern California and over to City Hall. They've had an outbreak of typhus over there because of all the rats as a result of the wet environment there. And the whole thing is just a mess. They're talking about ripping up the carpets in the entire City Hall. So we heard from a listener who said, hey, I had typhus last year and it almost killed me. What? So we thought we, thought we might want to find out what we are all looking at here. Because it's clearly in our future, and Aaron was kind enough to agree to jump on with us and just tell us a little bit about it. Aaron, welcome to the Kevin and Bean Show, sir. You hired a had me typhus. <laughs> no, that's, no, that's the color I was looking for. <laughs> right? <laughs> Jensen was thinking hey that Tyson went out, of, went out of fashion back in the pirate age, but you got it in 2018. How did it happen? You know what? To tell you the truth, I don't even, even to this day, I don't know how it happened. And this was even before this whole outbreak came out on the news. What are the symptoms? So, well, my symptoms were that I was suddenly becoming, like, lightheaded for, you know, and kind of like, you know, that feeling when you haven't eaten in a while. Right. And you start getting, like, lightheaded and you kind of feel like you might pass out. Right. I was getting that, like, day in, day out. And then that was followed up by, like, a couple weeks of a very intense, like, fever. I was waking up drenched in sweat. And when I say drenched in sweat, I mean, like, it, it, felt, it felt like, Basically, when I would get out of my bed, it, my, it looked like my bed was soaked. Not in that Ooh. way. <laughs> yeah. Was, were, you near it, a, were you near any wet carpet? <laughs> no, I wasn't. Okay. I wasn't, actually. Huh. I still, you know, they asked me a lot, like, especially because, like I said, this was before this whole, it became news, like the whole typhus thing. They asked me, like, oh, have I ever left the country? Have I, or anytime recently? They're asking me, like, 21 questions because, you know, like Jensen was saying, this is not something you get in 2018. Right. Typhus, typhus has been gone for a long, long time. Right. So uh, but, yeah. Aaron, what what about, I mean, uh, my understanding, my, my limited understanding of typhus is that it is fleas and ticks and that that's how you get it is from, you know, from rats and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, and it that's why I don't know why I got it. I mean, I have a dog and a cat, but never happened What's before. It was a cat. Honestly, that was like the number one reason that they were trying to say, and I'm like, no, I'm like, my cat's been around for a long time. No, but um, it, but it was kind of embarrassing because before they even knew what it was, it, they thought it was with Nile. They thought it was like hepatitis C. They thought it, it was all yeah. kinds of other they thought things. It, they thought it was diseases that go with modern day. <laughs> right. Wait, time, really? wait you, so you yeah, said you like, almost, you said you almost died. How, how did you get treated? Well, I think mine was so severe because I waited so long to go to the ER because of it. Like I said, I was having, yeah, I was trying to stick it out. And then it got to a point so where it's gonna happen to it us? was during, it, it was, <laughs> this was during the time in like, uh, like September-ish of last year when it was like 103 degrees, but my body felt like it was like 30 degrees outside. Yeah, I'm, I just, like, I, yeah. I don't want to scare you guys, but I just coughed into a handkerchief, and there was just a little bit of red in it, and everyone knows that's the first sign of death. <laughs> so before we let you go, Aaron, how do they, the so. they treat it? Is it just antibiotics or what? Yeah, they once they found out what it was, they, they kind of took care of itself. There's a, a sort of antibiotic that they give you, but um, but before they found out what it was, they were giving me all kinds of other stuff, but 
when I say I almost died, it's because it within a day of getting like admitted into the hospital, like my respiratory system shut down and I couldn't even breathe. Holy anymore. crap. Like, Gosh. Yeah. We should take calls from people who almost died from diseases that don't exist anymore. <laughs> they, don't have, they don't have scurvy or, or well, there's plenty, plenty of people with measles right now yeah, in America. Mumps. Anyone have the mumps? Talk to them. Is the mumps something? Yeah. The mumps it used is. to be something. Yeah, it yeah. used to be something. All right. It's all coming back around. Yeah. Aaron, that's amazing. So who do you think is going to survive Live on the Kevin and Bean Show. You've been listening for a long time. Who's most likely to, to get past this typhus? Uh, well, Bean is the healthiest man in the world. Um, Thank you. He says. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I, I, think I think it's going to be me too. OCD tendencies will help. Well, that will it's, help. it's only going to be Bean because he's not in the building. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. That is true. <laughs> he has a bit of a lead there. I did forget that. That's a <laughs> fair point. I don't know. I don't All know. All right. Hey, listen, I'm so glad so glad you're okay and so glad you reached out to us. And don't get uh, typhus and put a flea collar on your dog and your cat, all right? And yourself. <laughs> and yourself, yeah. Okay. That's already been It's a good done. tip, right. Bean. Don't get typhus <laughs> to all a right. guy Thanks. who already had typhus. Thank you, Aaron. We appreciate it, sir. How about that? Anyone worried now? Oh, I've been worried the whole time. It sounds but bad, for real? guys. Uh, because it's the kind of thing where I look at it and I go, okay, well, that was a, a random two oh, or I'm three not, people. Oh, I'm not, I don't know if I'm nervous about typhus. Only, but I'm, I mean, I'm scared of measles. I'm scared of things I haven't heard about since I was like in sixth grade health. And they all seem to be coming back. Yes. And you know, when we talked to Dr. Drew, this is like his wheelhouse. It is, yeah. He's he going to go crazy on this. diseases that have went away and he thinks are coming back. Let's right. talk to people who have diseases <laughs> that don't exist anymore. <laughs> Because what a loser. Like, that guy goes in and he's like, what do you mean, Typhus? I, mean, I, I haven't heard of that in 25 years. I uh, have a peg leg. <laughs> so, wait. So, peop, so people who were stunned by the diagnosis yes. of what they had because they didn't think anybody else got it. Right. I, I love it. Just the idea of being told you have Typhus must be so hard to get your head around. Someone had to have had rickets. Sure. <laughs> um, my brother had tuberculosis. Yeah, that what? works perfectly. <laughs> tuberculosis is one you don't hear about very much anymore. No. All right, so we need anyone who has had the sicknesses from the 1800s to the mid-1900s. Yeah, or you think was that. Like, you, when you got it, you were like, there's no way anyone has this. Like, I'm putting he, I'm putting some money down on polio right now, you guys. Oh, someone definitely has Scarlet polio. fever? Oh, scarlet fever. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're looking for at one eight hundred five two zero one. If your disease sounds like a Marvel hero, <laughs> call now. It's Kevin and Bean. K U Rock K R O Q. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. 
some reason, people are getting diseases that we eradicated 2,500 years ago. <laughs> I'm not sure why. It's not funny for them, by the way. No, but- I mean, nobody wants to get dengue fever, but if you do, we want to hear from you at 1-800-520-1067. And I think ahead of the Chili Peppers, I think Kathy's in West Covina. She's on line one. Hey, Kathy. Hey, how are you guys? Good, thank you. What, what weird disease is in your family? Um, So my son, when he was two and a half years old, got got a Kawasaki disease. Wait, before I laugh, is he okay? Yes, he's okay. Okay, good. <laughs> I was holding it too. Is, it doesn't exist. What you made is Kawasaki disease? Kawasaki? Yeah, what is what it? What is it? Um, it's pretty much a really high fever. Um, your skin breaks out into a weird rash where they think it's um, scarlet fever. And then their skin starts coming like it starts peeling your hands start peeling your feet start peeling. oh my god you get blisters in your tongue it's like completely covers oh. your entire body from head to toe i've and never it, even it, heard it, of it before does it mean he's allergic to motorcycles <laughs> <laughs> thank you for the call kathy we appreciate it i'm just saying our carpet's wet yeah and I'm just saying, you know what that leads to. Uh, we're taking calls on weird infectious diseases that no one gets anymore. We want to hear from you at 1-800-520-1067. Before we go back to your calls, Jensen, yeah. uh, we're playing the infectious disease bingo. What do you got? Uh, this is going to make Jonas Salk uh, turn in his grave. Uh, there's something called walking corpse syndrome. What? That still Oh, exists. no. Yeah. Wow. real. There's also something called the fish order syndrome, which a fish odor syndrome, which is what you think it is. Oh. And then the jumping Frenchman of Maine disease. Wow. Jumping Frenchman of Maine disease? That is a neurological disorder that when you hear loud stimuli, you have an ability to either faint or jump very, like jump immediately. All right. So 1 800 520 1067. If you have uh, dysentery or something else. Yeah. If you have something that made you die in Oregon Trail, we're looking for you. I told you guys I wanted. uh, I wanted a little dengue fever. How about Kevin on line five, Los Angeles? Let's talk to him. It sounds like he had a little bit of the dengue Why fever. Why are you so excited about this being? Hey, I don't man. know. It just sounds cool. <laughs> Kevin, is it cool? It was not cool. Ah, okay. <laughs> All right. It was, so I was in El Salvador and I came back. My whole family actually got it, but it hit me the hardest. I passed out twice. So oh. hit my head. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, and went to the hospital, and they thought it was malaria, West Nile, had a horrible rash, and, yep, now I can tell people I had dengue. And dengue like, wow. fever. That's Just, are, you full, are you fully recovered? <laughs> I am fully recovered. My head, I did get a concussion from the salvage. Oh. In the restroom, passed out. So, my sounds head. like you need to shake it off, son. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that comes from mosquitoes, though, dengue fever, right? Uh, mosquitoes or water that's not properly cleaned, so I'm not oh. sure. Mm, all right. So. right oh Dengue fever it is. All well right. done, Kevin. Where Thank do we go? Foot and mouth? Where do we want to go? Let's do some foot and mouth if okay. you got it. Yeah. All right. Let's go to Mitch in Costa Mesa. Good morning. Hey, uh, yeah, I had a uh, hand, foot, and mouth disease. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> All right, so, so Mitch is calling us from 1928. <laughs> Are you on a How? pay phone? Yeah. <laughs> How did you get it? Yeah. Uh, I actually got it from a kid who brought it to a preschool and just decided to pass it around to everybody there. Sweet. And I got and... it in my mouth, too. Oh. oh. I mean, that is one of the words so, in the title. Yeah, <laughs> in the title. Well, it's it's different. So if you get it in the mouth, all the skin in your mouth falls off. Oh, And the man. whole inside of your mouth is I've raw. heard enough about that. Oh, I, didn't, so, I didn't eat for two weeks. All I lost right. 
12 pounds. Hey, all right. Oh, so there's an upside. I need that. Yeah. I need that. So, right? Mitch, in your in your experience with uh, uh, hoof and mouth disease, is that what it was? Uh, foot and mouth. Yeah, foot and mouth. Well, that's foot what it mouth. used to be called because it comes from pigs, but when people get it, it's hand, foot, and mouth disease. Gotcha. Oh, I Usually see. hoof, foot, and mouth. Gotcha. Are we likely to get it because the carpet is wet here at K-Rock? No, no, I, I'm pretty sure you're good. Uh, he's not for sure. He's, he's not pretty doctor. sure he's, he's not a doctor. He doctor right? You're we, not a doctor. Uh, we, have a, we have a text. <laughs> I'm not a doctor, no. No, we have a text from 661 of someone who in their late teens contracted trench mouth. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's a great what band. What is that? Uh, apparently, the name comes from World War II when soldiers would get uh, ulcerative gingivitis in the GD trenches. Oh, God, the trench. Long story, but it was something I'll never forget. Wow, this is crazy. Never even had a cavity, uh, but still had trench mouth. That is uh, Jessica in Westchester, trench mouth. Yeah. Don't put that on your uh, on your match.com, by the way. No, no. Um, didn't AOC, our uh, our girlfriend AOC, uh, Jensen, yes. didn't she, wasn't she talking about a hookworm the other day? Like a hookworm outbreak in the South? A hookworm? Hookworm, she I was talking about. don't even know that that exists. This no, is all... that's a real thing. Unbelievable. That's a real thing. Right, we're looking right. for smallpox. We're looking for the plague. <laughs> Whatever you have. All right. A... Let's so, do uh, let's do Lisa and Whittier. She's on line four. She's going to bring us some Parvo. Parvo. Which I, th- I thought was only a thing that dogs got. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Lisa. Hi. Um, You're such no, a good girl. You're such a good girl. <laughs> oh, oh, here's a little treat. Oh. <laughs> How'd you get Parvo? Um, we don't know, although I am a teacher. And apparently, a lot of kids carry it, but they don't ever get any symptoms. Is that right? It's like, it's like chicken pox or measles or something like that, where it's one of those rash diseases that little kids get. Yeah. Um, but basically, my legs got a horrible rash all over them, and every joint in my body sw- swelled up. Mm. Oh, man. You guys, I thought it, all of this was gone. No, this is just starting. <laughs> it's it, all starting again. Yeah. It's, it's a it's all head. It's all heading right for us, too, Kevin. <laughs> and all of, they, all of our listeners are the outbreak monkey. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Ground zero? Yeah. How do they, uh, how do they treat Parvo? They can't. There's no treatment for it. They just give you they just give you anti-inflammatories, and you wait for it to go away. So they just give you treats and rub your belly. <laughs> do you want? I, do, you, do you want to see? Do you want to know for reals what I just found out by doing some research? Yes. You get it from snot. Snot. Yeah. Well, she really? deal, of course she deals with snot all yep. day. All day. Oh yeah. man. Yep. <laughs> That's incredible. All right. Thank you very much, Lisa. We appreciate it. All right. We just have too many really good ones here. Do you want a typhus or do you want a Rocky Mountain Spotted Fever? Oh, we haven't oh, heard that one yet. Rocky Mountain Spotted Fever. Or do you fever? want Zika? No, no, no. Rocky Mountain Spotted Fever. That sounds like a John Denver song. Please pick that. true. All right. Let's try Jen. She's in Hawthorne, line three. Hey, Jen. Jen, Rocky Mountain Spotted Fever. Hi. What's that all about? What is it? Yeah. So I was pregnant and spiked a really high fever and went to Cedars. They had no clue what I had. My liver started shutting down. My kidneys started shutting down. Oh, my God. I couldn't breathe. They had me on oxygen. And they were like, have you traveled anywhere lately? It was like an episode of House. Like, where have you been? I had just been to visit my sisters in Denver. Right. And Mm -hmm. they were like, okay, well, we think you have Rocky Mountain spotted fever or the plague or rickettsia. We're not sure. Rickettsia? You're testing negative for all of it. So, oh my god! Did they ever find out? They did identify it as Rocky they, Mountain spotted fever. They think that's they what think. it was, but because my blood test tested negative for everything, mm. the head of infectious disease came in and said, "Well, 
we think this antibiotic will work, but we're not supposed to give it to pregnant women, but your liver's failing. So what are you going to do? Holy crap. I hope your child is healthy. She's great. Yeah. um, When we found out what the uh, side effects were, they were like, yeah, well, her teeth might be stained or she might be short. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm five ten, and my husband was six five, and we're like, we'll take short. Just give me the give me the drug. Yeah. Well, I'm glad everybody's okay. Thank you so much for calling, Jen. We appreciate. it. I want to close with this one text. No further information. This is it from the five six two. The skin on my feet fell off. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Kevin and Bean Show. K Rock. Right. Nobody had Ebola on the last phone scan. Oh, it's such a bummer. I think we're due, you guys. I think that wet carpet leads directly to Ebola. (laughs) This could be one of our final shows, but at least we're going out with a bang because we are giving you a pair of tickets to City Sound Vault Presents Muse at the Hollywood Palladium, one of the biggest bands in the world playing the Palladium this Saturday night. Tickets are sold out, but you can win them from the Kevin Bean Show right now. If you're a Muse fan, you know and love their music, give us a call, one 800 Five two zero one zero six seven. We will play a game coming up next, right after Jensen takes a look in for Allie. Hey, everybody. What's happening? Hi, hi, hi. I like to think it has something to do with the amazing rap battle last week, uh, but it does look like Allie McKay's dreams, even if she has strep throat or mm-hmm. cholera or whatever she has. Flesh-eating virus? Yeah, they're coming true, as it's being reported that the Muppets are on their way back to television. Oh, yeah! She's going to be so happy. Uh, now, there was a comeback. She would have been so happy. That's waka, right. waka. Rest in peace, Allie McKay. <laughs> now they did have a comeback attempt back in 2015. That was a one-season failure at ABC. It was like if the Muppets were on The Office. I don't think that was the right angle. But rumors have been swirling for another comeback now at Disney+, Plus, their upcoming streaming service. And some names are being attached. Now, Jensen, yeah. haven't the, Muppe- the Muppets stayed fairly successful with their big screen movies? Yeah, but not on the full theater release, more in like a straight to video, which is fine. It's just that kids don't, there's no real awareness of the Muppets in a younger generation, which is such a bummer. But now Josh Gad has supposedly signed on to produce and develop alongside Eddie Kitsis and Adam Horowitz, who created Once Upon a Time and were vital writers on the show Lost. All right. Uh, Kermit recently hinted to a big announcement in 2019 while doing some press, and this just might be it. According to Slash Film, the project is being called Muppets Live Another Day. And this new show is said to take place immediately following the events of one of my favorite movies ever, The Muppets Take Manhattan from 1984. Yeah. Somebody's getting married. That's the pop. Uh, Is it? Yeah. The gang is disbanded by Kermit for some reason, but they all must come back together following the mysterious disappearance of Rolf. It's all we know it's now. It's going to live up to the hype. Yes. It's all we know as of now, but it's slated for 2020, and I'm excited. I mean, Luda. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Michael Bolton, you guys fans? Uh, not of his music, Correct. but of him as a personality. Correct. Yeah. He's funny. He is very funny. I don't, his music isn't for me. For years, he's been accused of having boring music, tunes you only hear in an elevator, or just things that are whiter than Whole Foods parking lots. But it seems now there is finally a claim he can fight back against. Uh, His tunes may be relaxing, but he swears he did not fall asleep during a live TV interview on (laughs) Australia's morning show yesterday. 
Uh, he tweeted out, I got my first record deal when I was 15 and I haven't slept since. In all, <laughs> in all seriousness, there were technical issues with the live feed that caught me tweeting. We had a great interview once they fixed it. Now, here's why he's saying that. Okay. When co-hosts Larry Endur and Kylie Gillies, no, no, that can't be it. Nope. Kylie Gillies has difficulty uh, with Bolton. They, they are like talking to him, hey, Michael, and he's just not moving. Right. And it looks like his eyes are closed and they can't get his attention. Okay. Uh, Hi, Michael. It's Kylie and Larry. We're live with you, they say. Bolton then opens his eyes and says, it's gone silent. And it appears at that point he then closes his eyes again. The interview then eventually gets started, but it definitely had a weird opening. And honestly, it's the most I've ever related to Michael Bolton if he did fall asleep. <laughs> uh, but he says he was tweeting, so he was looking down. But I don't know, his hands weren't really moving. Yeah. Michael Bolton falling asleep in falling interview. asleep, that's pretty strong. Can we get him in here? I'd like him to interview. I hope like, not. Fall asleep on us. I think it's ignorant. I think it's stupid. Mm-hmm. I think that um, it could have been a better way of um, going by it. He could have handled it better, sure. Yeah. Uh, also, guys, last night we unveiled another mass Singer. Oh. Oh, did we? I was we not know? aware of that. Yeah. That show's still on. It's, uh, by the way, <laughs> killing. Gangbusters. Okay. Uh, the Raven was revealed. Do you guys want to know who it was? Um, yeah, having not seen a second of yes, the show, I, it's not going to affect me much. But, yeah, who is the Raven? The Raven was... Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> no, no, no. It was Ricky Lake. <laughs> it's Ricky Lake. Talk, oh. talk show host and actress Ricky Lake. Uh, Robin Thicke was the only judge who guessed it correctly. Uh, and she said, this is what she said after that. Uh, he said, she's definitely not a professional singer. As soon as she started singing for the first time. Nice. She, she said that hurt because she technically was. <laughs> she actually performed at the Oscars. Uh, Lake was in costume with a digitized voice talking about a tragedy in her life. We learned that was about an ex-husband who committed suicide back in 2017. She said she had a great experience on the show. So much uh, so that she would want to sit at the judges table if they do a shakeup soon. Hmm. Uh she said it was a thrill to be a part of. And she thinks during a time like this, a show that's silly fun for everyone, all ages, is, I agree. is cathartic and helpful. I don't know. I worked on the show, and I don't want to go back to work on it. Not for any reason other than, like, I don't want to do that again. No, but I think silly fun does resonate now. Yeah, yeah more than ever. It. 2019, man. Yep. Like uh, like this lady. I listen to all of them. I really don't have a favorite, but I listen to all of them. <laughs> I mean, she's enjoying it. She's I'm having happy fun. happy we got something out of that. Uh, happy birthday to Garth Brooks and Chris Gaines. Ashton Cook. Chris Rock, James Spader, Eddie Izzard, and Godsmack lead singer Sully Erna. And that is what's happening. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. You got to go to this thing on Saturday night if you can, right, Kevin? Muse? Muse at the Palladium? Yes, I do. I mean, that's the show of the year right there. Got a pair of tickets. You cannot buy them. You can win them right now on the Kevin and Bean Show. City Sound Vault presents Muse at the Hollywood Palladium this Saturday night. 1-800-520-1067. We told you you'd have to earn them, and you will. The game is called Orchestra de la Raza. El Orchestra de la Raza. Si se puede.
Okay, is that are you guys ready now? I think we're out of time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do we have David King of Mexico? Yes, sir. What's up? And, and do we have honorary Mexican DJ Omar Khan? Si, como están? And to you as well. Uh, you want to describe to the listeners on hold, please, how the game is played. Si, vamos a jugar, vamos a tocar la música de Muse, pero solamente con las bocas, con los labios y la lengua. All right, and Dave, do you want to describe it for us gringos, please? Yeah, we're going to sing Muse songs with our mouths, the music part, with our tongue. Okay, it's actually the instrumental part, though, not the lyrics. Correct. So you're going to have to identify that by hearing it. Si, pinche hueros. Okay, <laughs> Maybe oh, I feel it. like Omar is swearing at us. Guys. Maybe the all carpet right. should kill us. <laughs> so, so they're going to do Muse songs. All you have to do, caller, is identify what song it is. If you're right, you go to the drawing. Somebody wins tickets to the show this Saturday night. Who's our first contestant, please? Diana from Los Angeles. Good morning. Good morning. All right, Diana, listen up. The guys are ready. Orchestra de la Raza. What Muse song are they doing here? very impressed with Diana. All right, who's next? Next is Jermaine in Los Angeles. Hi. Hi. All right, are you ready? I hope so. Here's your muse song. Good luck. Anything could be more annoying than Meow Yoki. Okay, okay. That's fine. He has a guess. I think he has a guess. Jermaine, go ahead. Uh, uh, you're, you're cutting go ahead, out. Plug in, baby. What? Plug in, baby. No. Yeah. Sorry, that was Knights of Sidonia. Yeah, that was just. Uh, All right, oh my, take it oh easy. My God, do it, Rockapella. <laughs> Rock. Who's next? Uh, next is Daniel in Los Angeles. Hi. Good morning, Daniel. What do you think of the game so far? Um, they they suck. Annoying, right? <laughs> okay. Yeah, Jensen. What do you think of the game so far? Being your first time hearing it, I'm somewhat speechless. Okay. okay. All right. Listen up. Here's your muse song, Daniel. I'm looking at the answer and I'm unsure. That's funny. Daniel, I wouldn't get it, but can you? What song is that, please? Starlight. Yeah! It is! We don't suck now, right, bitch? Mm-hmm. All right, so Diana and Daniel in the drawing. Let's. Uh, we got room for a couple more contestants. Dave and Santa Clarita. Good morning. Hi. Oh. Hey, good morning. All right, you ready, Hi, Dave? You ready? Yeah. Here we go. Dave, what do you think? Is that enough? 
Say again? Yes, uh, it's enough. Go ahead. Okay. uh, That would be... Wow. Name a song. Oh, I'm not going to do it, guys. Any song. Just okay. Just, just so. name a muse song. That's uh, hysteria. Sorry. He did technically name it after you told him the answer. So, <laughs> a little too late. Is that how the game works? I feel like I only have the strength I for agree. maybe maybe one more. This is a painful game. This is real. I'm I'm praying for typhus at this point. <laughs> William, good morning. Hey, hey guys. All right. Have you done on hold so far? Uh, it's painful. Yeah, it is. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Here's some more pain. Good luck. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, it's cutting out. I'm sorry. William, end end our misery. What is it? Undisclosed desires? No. Sorry, that's this. I don't know how. Uh, I don't know how it was that. Black hole. I mean, I didn't, don't recognize it still from what they did, but let's uh, let's make a note to not do this game again. Okay, I'm down with but that. In the meantime, Diana and Daniel both correctly identified the song from Orchestra de la Raza. They are in the drawing to join us Saturday night at the Hollywood Palladium. Tickets to City Sound Vault presents Muse. Jensen, there can only be one winner. Who well, is it? Technically, there are no winners from that segment, but <laughs> the person who gets the tickets is Daniel. Daniel. <laughs> Congratulations, Daniel. Enjoy the show. Thank you very much. Thanks for playing the game. El Orchestra de la Raza. Si se puede. The Kevin and Bean Show on K-Rock. We've been looking forward to talking to Dr. Drew because we have a medical emergency here at K-Rock right now. We have a health crisis and we... Guidance on this, Doctor Drew. First of all, good morning, sir. How are you? Good morning. I, I I'll be airlifted over this afternoon oh, thank <laughs> God. with, with a team do. of attorneys. Yes, yes, attorneys and hazmat suits for everyone. Well, we, you're uh, going to have to wear those giant those masks. You know those air filtration masks. Right. You're going to need to wear immediately. Immediately, you need to get one of those on. Okay. If the powers that be have some issues with that, in certain, you know, after all, you're not going to be that easily heard through those masks trying to broadcast on the radio <laughs> right. may, may interfere a little bit you tell them it's on them it's on them <laughs> they got a problem dr drew i'm wearing one now and i need to know pretty pretty much i need to know are we in grave danger well you could be right all right, here's uh, what's good. going on. Let me tell yeah. let me tell Dr. Drew what's going on. Uh, yeah. And by the way, you can go to the Kevin Bean Instagram account, at Kevin Bean, and see the team coverage that we put up, including Nicole Alvarez and Megan Holiday and Stryker and Klein. and Because uh, we're all going to be gone in a week. Because we're all going to be gone. <laughs> and Kevin, if I recall correctly, you were wearing a surgical mask was, yes. as you started. But we just have, for comedy. I right. didn't realize I needed it. You needed it, right. We have a leak here in the building. Even though we're on the second floor of a high-rise in the Miracle Mile, we have a leak of epic proportion to the point where you hear, as you walk down the the hall, you hear the carpet squish. This is not just a tiny little bit of water. This is deeply penetrated water on on this carpet. But at least it's only been there since it started raining a week ago. Yes. It's very, very bad, Dr. I I think you need a different word than leak, don't you? (laughs) Yes. It it sounds like something trickling in. This is is a deluge. Yes, it's a deluge. I mean, we, we have talked about... It's a waterfall. 
forget the yes, forget the risk of black mold. How about just drowning? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even think about that. So when we saw that story, and then we coupled it with the big story that's been in the news at LA City Hall, where they are in, they have the same thing. They're ripping up all the carpets because they all got wet. They then they developed a rat problem as a result of that. And rats mean what, Doctor Drew? Fleas. And then after that, it was typhus left and right. Everybody down there getting typhus. Yeah, and, and that is all throughout Los Angeles, that is the risk. Ugh. So the rats get in and eat all the whatever, the mold and the, decomp- the decomposing drywall, whatever's out there, whatever mm-hmm. debris you guys leave around. <laughs> and and, the, and those, they, they are right outside waiting for you guys. I mean, those rats carry typhus. They will come in. And what I've told you before is by summertime, a new, a new infectious disease will emerge with it which is also something that the rats naturally carry. It's called Ursinia. But, <laughs> yeah, but the typhus is inevitable. So you guys... Inevitable? I don't know what you Wait, do. Are inevitable? There, are, there, are there animals nearby that you can sort of control the, the I flea? I mean, beer mug. <laughs> okay, good. Get him a flea collar. Get him a flea collar. I'm not kidding. He needs more than that. <laughs> and uh, everyone wear DEET. And it's really... It's I don't so- feel like there's animals here. I don't even feel like there's rats Yeah, but there are rats. I guarantee there are rats in the walls. Yeah, it's got to be rats. I guarantee it. There's rats everywhere. Yes, there's rats everywhere, and they are attracted to mold and water and things like that. They figure out... Dr. Drew, this morning we started talking about typhus, and Jensen kind of laughed and thought, you know, nobody's gotten typhus since the pirate days, okay? Oh, we no. had, we had listeners days. call in that had typhus. We had listeners call in who had had scarlet fever, who had had trench mouth, who had had sure. dengue fever. Dengue, what, was, yeah. what was Kawasaki disease? Yeah. Kawasaki, Kawasaki disease. Yeah. Hoof and mouth. I mean, it's just like everything is going around out there, and we now feel like, I, I mean, I'm terrified to go outside now. Well, the first First of all, I, I, you understand there are gigantic textbooks of infectious diseases that are waiting right. for you that are about 1,700 pages long. Right, They're, but most of them, the ones that we were t- just mentioning, have been solved. We no, thought they were eradicated. They we, were solved. We, we live in a naive delusion that these things don't exist. Thus, thus, people at City Hall can stand by and go, typhus, what, I don't know what you're talking about. There's no typhus here. Yeah, we have small outbreaks now and then. They are full of S. This is a major deal. And we are going to have measles soon. Oh measles is, is coming your way. In fact, we, I'm beginning to think we all ought to have our measles titers checked to make sure we're adequately immunized. Measles what? Titers. What's that? It's the circulating antibodies to, that oh. keep the, allow you to fight the measles off. And if your oh, titers so like are not an, sufficient, an I mean, with the, when this epidemic, we, have, we live in a delusion that we're not biological. Nothing has changed. We just lived in a modern civilization that has broken down. We allow people to languish in the streets. We allow dumps to, de- to develop on both sides. We allow rodents to overrun. And the first thing, the first wave is typhus. I knew that would be the first wave. What are we, Dodger Stadium? Drew is explaining the worst game of SimCity. <laughs> <laughs> so you're, you're saying that, if I understand correctly, and I don't want to exaggerate this, you're saying that one of us on this conversation, on this phone right now, is likely to die of typhus this year. Um, my son had typhus. Oh, oh what? No. Oh, Drew, get yeah. off our phone. Is it through the phone? <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is a... It, it, and it's a it's an endemic problem along the foothills here in Southern California. It's why I've dealt with it my whole career, 
And it's usually in possums and raccoons, but I, I noticed when the rats overrun Pasadena, they overran us, I thought, oh, my God, we're going to have a typhus outbreak. Wow. That was last summer. And now it's continued, and it's past the 405 freeway into Long Beach, which I've never seen. All I've these rats are just running across the freeway. <laughs> <laughs> go, go, go. Go, go, everybody, go. We got typhus. <laughs> um, is the plague next, Dr. Drew? Is that where this is headed? There have been three cases in Wyoming of Ursinia, and Ursinia is a natural pathogen in the rats. It just happens to be extremely uh, problematic for humans. Yeah, yes, you may have heard of it. It, it. The other name for Ursinia is bubonic plague. Oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. Oh what my is God. going on? What are we? I just thought the carpet was wet. I didn't know we were dealing with all of this. Wait, I have one more question, B. Yes, go ahead. What if we were to have gotten an email saying there's no mold? Within Within 24 hours to 48 hours. Don't worry about it. No mold. No mold? They that's just what, know that. They just know that within that, 24 to 48 that's hours. That's what they're telling us. That's we what they email trying to cover that's their one ass. Of the, the, they're, call, consult the attorneys that I'm delivering to this afternoon. Don't say anything anymore. Don't say another word. But, We're rich! Hey, you know, after this conversation, uh, guys, have a good time. Have a good time. <laughs> we, we have typhoid, but we're rich! Um, DrDrew.com is where you want to go for all of Dr. Drew's live appearances, his many podcasts, including the Dr. Drew podcast, Adam and Drew, the Swole Patrol new with uh, Mike Catherine. And let's talk about the new one with Tom Segura. What's this about? It's on your mom's house. going to be going to be released uh, just before Valentine's Day with Christina P., his wife. She'll be my first guest. It's Dr. Drew After Dark. It is really funny. It's really good. Is it Tom, sexy? Tom and Christina set this up for me and uh, asked me kindly to do it, and uh, it's been a lot of fun. But that title means it's sexy time talk, right, Dr. It Drew is, After Dark? You know, it- <laughs> yes, go on, um, Doctor. Go ahead. It goes into territory I don't normally go. For oh, sure. Oh, no, but, sure. right? We're talking about the butt? It's very uncomfortable. <laughs> okay. Uh, plus, you can download the Heal app in the App Store or Google Please See a Doctor now with the comfort of your own home. DrDrew.com. And look for him this afternoon, noon to 3, 790 KABC. Thanks, Doc. This may be the last time we get to talk to you Goodbye before forever. one of us dies. Bye now. <laughs> it's the Kevin and Bean Show, the world-famous K-Rock. We got time for one more look at what's happening here on this Thursday morning, Kevin and Show. Could be the last show we ever do, you yeah. guys. Yeah, <laughs> rest in I peace. Mean, although we did Us. get a here's an update. You know, we've been talking about the building being practically underwater here. Uh, update from engineering: the building will be repairing the roof drain pipe tonight, and will also be restoring our hallway. Thanks for your patience, and you dead suckers is what it says. Wow. So <laughs> crazy ending. <laughs> I did not see that coming. It was a roller coaster for me as well. Uh, but uh, so uh, whether we'll be back tomorrow or not, we don't know. But so let's just really enjoy this next five minutes, shall we? Woody Allen is a name that is canceled for me, and it sucks because he was like a comedic hero of mine. I never loved him that much, so it wasn't so hard for me to leave him behind. Well, I'm Jewish and have glasses, so okay. <laughs> it means a lot to me. But he's suing Amazon now for $68 million for a breach of contract by uh, refusing to distribute his latest film. So he made a movie, Amazon owned it, and they just decided to not release it. Well, he has a, he had a full deal with them, a massive film deal for yeah, like yeah, a yeah. numerous amount of them. He did that crappy series with them first. Yes, and then he had like a bunch getting ready. He has one in, in the can, he has one a bunch going on. 
done. But wouldn't releasing it be part of the deal? Wouldn't you think? You would think. That's what he's arguing. But in part, because of the sexual abuse allegations against him, he claims that they've cost him at least $68 million. He claims that he entered into a deal with Amazon in 2017 for multiple films, and he said the deal called for Amazon to finance and distribute his future films and be the home for, quote-unquote, the rest of his career. Uh, Which I guess you could say is over now. But in June 2018, Allen claims Amazon backed out saying uh, they've tried to excuse their actions by referencing a 25-year-old baseless allegation against Mr. Allen, but that allegation is already well known to Amazon and the public before Amazon entered into the deals with Mr. Allen. I think that's true, yeah. He does have a point. He has a point. He worked on his first film, A Rainy Day in New York, starring Jude Law, Selena Gomez, Elle Fanning, Diego Luna, Alev Schreiber, Timothy Chalamet, but says Amazon has refused to distribute it. I was thinking about this when we had the great Lou Black on last week. He co-starred in one of the best Woody Allen movies ever, Crimes and Misdemeanors. Great movie. Which is, I don't know, it's probably in my top 25 movies of all time. I adore it. Can I no longer watch that movie? It was made so long ago. I love so many movies, from Annie Hall to Match Point to Scoop, which isn't even a good one, but I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything you ever want to know about sex. Uh, Can we just not enjoy Woody Allen movies, no. I guess is my point. No, I can't we watch just them can. the same. You can't watch Manhattan the same. Well, certainly not, man. Because there's a woman who says it's about her and it's about being underage. Right, right, right. Mm. Just as, I mean. Seems like a subjective thing if you can separate enough. Yeah. But it seems like a lot of people can't. But it seems like it's not fair to Lewis Black's great performance to not be able to enjoy it anymore because the guy he worked with did bad things. You're right. I'm on the fence again. (laughs) But I do think that uh, he's got a really strong case against Amazon. He does. It's breach of contract, if nothing else. My thing always about Woody Allen is the allegations are allegations, but it's not an allegation that he married a woman. You know, it wasn't his daughter, but it was a a child. Stepdaughter, yeah. Yeah, who looked at him like his, I mean, whatever. Yeah. We don't need to get to Woody Allen's Nope. Anyway, he's suing for a bunch of dough. Michelle Rodriguez. Come on. Come on, Michelle Rodriguez. She was at the Amphar Gala in New York on Wednesday night, and someone asked her if she thinks that Liam Neeson is a racist. This was her answer. It's all effing BS. Liam Neeson is not a racist. Dude, have you watched Widows? His tongue was so far down Viola Davis's throat, you can't call him a racist ever. Racists don't make out with the race that they hate, especially in the way he does with his tongue so deep down her throat. I don't care how good of an actor you are. It's What's all happened? BS. Ignore it. He's not a racist. He's a loving man. It's all lies. I don't think he's a racist, but I, I think that is not a defense. Yeah, I don't either. I don't think he's a racist, but that is the dumbest defense ever. Because in real life, these slave owners used to have relationships yeah. with... Yeah. yeah. I'm not sure that that also, covered him. not to go back to the story before, but I was thinking about it while I was telling that story, showing you how I could do two things at once. Sure. Woody Allen's case, right? Amazon would have to prove that the allegations are true. In order to win the case, because to they would send their position. Yeah, well, you would say, oh, it's a clause because of uh, his personal, you know, problems and and etiquette clause. But you would have to say these allegations are true, not just allegations. But couldn't they argue that the allegations are uh, mm. bad PR for their company? Well, yeah, then they're it, so widely believed, whether they've been proven or not in court. I don't know. I guess, but then anyone can say anything. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's my takeaway here. Yep. That anybody can say anything. Yep. And we're not lawyers. I know that. Well, I'm I'm half of one. Sure. Uh, I like to think that it has something to do with Drop the Mic last week and the incredible job the Muppets did. But guys, they're coming back to TV. Uh, recently, the Muppets had a comeback attempt in 2015, uh, but it was a one-season failure at ABC. But rumors now have a comeback coming to Disney Plus, their upcoming streaming service. Waka waka. And some names are being attached. Bean's favorite, Josh Gad. 
signed on to produce and develop. That's good. Alongside Eddie Kitsis and Adam Horowitz, who created Once Upon a Time for ABC. They were also vital on the show Lost. Kermit uh, recently hinted to a big announcement uh, this coming year, so this could be what it's all about. This show really improves with age. Why? Uh, because the jokes get better? No, because my hearing gets worse. <laughs> Two of my favorites. <laughs> Legends. Uh, as, of the now, as of now, the project's being called Muppets Live Another Day, and here's the best part for me. It's being said that the show will take place immediately following the events of one of my favorite movies of all time, The Muppets Take Manhattan. In I like that movie too. I don't know that I love it with the passion that you do. Oh, it's like one of my top five. Top five? Yes. The introduction uh, of the Muppet Babies, the wedding, huh. the amnesia from Kermie. But Kevin, are you sitting top on the edge five. of your chair like Jensen is to find out what happens no. next immediately at the end of that movie? Guys, do they stay in New York? Do no. they fly away? I'm not at all. But having said that, if it's well done, mm. anything works, you know? Why not? How about if Woody Allen directed it? Mm. Oh, no. Now what do you do? Then the Muppets are canceled. <laughs> uh, the gang is disbanded by Kermit, people are saying for some reason, but they all must come back together following the mysterious disappearance of Rolf. That's all we know, but it's slated to come out in 2020. Canceled. Whoa. <laughs> all right. Uh, birthdays. Garth Brooks, Ashton Kutcher, Chris Rock, James Spader, and the great Eddie Izzard, and that is what's happening. Thank you, Jensen. By the way, for folks who maybe just wake up in the 8 o'clock hour or 9 o'clock hour and enjoy the rest of the show, we thank you for that. But you miss so much good stuff, including the callers we had today with all of their various infectious diseases. Especially if you didn't hear it. You miss some great stuff. And you can catch up on the rest of the show that you don't hear live on the <laughs> Kevin Bean Podcast, which is available through iTunes, the Radio.com app, or wherever you get your shows. On your drive home today, listen to the commercial-free 5 p.m. hour, Random Act of Helpfulness, and these SoCal Helpful Honda dealers. Tomorrow morning, an all-new Kevin and Bean Show. It's Friday, so we've got Keep It 100. Uh, it's Book Club Friday, so we've got our favorite author, Brad Meltzer, on the program. How has he written another book? He writes one a day. It's unbelievable. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk to Alicia Keys. Whoa. What? About hosting Whoa. the Grammys. What? And we have tickets to the Grammys. Wait, the Alicia Keys? Yes. The, the singing Grammys? one? The singing one, yes. What? I grew up with an Alicia Keys. She's a receptionist now in nope. Idaho. This You're is sure different, it's this not her? This is the, re the one hosting the Grammys. What? Yes. With the piano and the Swiss yes. Beats kid? Yes. Mm -hmm. oh, Plus, we have tickets to the Grammys as well what? tomorrow morning. And we've got your tickets for Muse as well. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.